If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And there's nothing like free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all other platforms. And the best part, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. I would like to welcome you all again to the Simple Secrets podcast. Thank you for joining me for this episode. Tonight's episode is going to be Let It Go. And basically, this topic came from just listening to the new Summer Walker EP, Life on Earth. And she had a song titled Let It Go. And it just kind of spoke to me. Because in today's climate, you know, a lot of people are talking about letting go of those situations or people that don't serve you, especially in this time that we're living through with the pandemic and everything. It's just causing people to be more reflective about their energy and their space and who they let into their space. And so I just had a few ideas on letting things go. And the first really stems from relationships because a lot of us have been in those relationships where you realize it's a situation that you just literally need to let go. It's no longer serving you. You're no longer serving that person. And I think it's because a lot of times we get into relationships based on expectations. And that's is dangerous because expectations are not reality. It's like we see this person and we see this person for who they can be. And of course you want to see potential in a person, but you should also love and appreciate the person that's in front of you. And if you find yourself looking at someone and looking more so at their potential or the expectations that you have for them, rather than what you see in front of you, that's a problem. And so um, I read a quote on a friend's page and he was saying, why don't people just accept it? If you say that you don't wanna be in a relationship, you know, why can't they just accept that you don't wanna be in a relationship? And I know it's, it's difficult for a lot of people to accept because it's like, if I'm spending my time with you, And, you know, we have, we basically have a relationship because a friendship is a form of a relationship, but you just don't want to title this relationship that we're in. And so it kind of puts you in a predicament where you're like, you enjoy spending time with this person. However, you're looking to go to the next level. And that person told you, look, I don't really want to be in a relationship. And I think that's where we coined that term situationship or most recently entanglement because it's like you find yourself in a situation where you don't really want to be in a relationship, but you want to do all the relationship things. You want to go out together. You know, you calling each other, you texting each other all the time. And this situationship 
is looking more like a relationship, but it's only a relationship for one of the people that's involved in that situation. Therefore, we have an entanglement or a situationship. And so when someone tells you what they want, then you have to just accept that. Either you're going to accept that you're going to be in that type of situation with them or you're going to just let it go and one thing that you cannot force someone to do is to do something against their will or to do something that they have no desire to do so you have to decide if that's the situation that you want to be in and if it's something more that you need then it's time to let that situation go because the longer that you hold on to that you're not gaining anything, you know, you're not getting a prize for that. And internally it's hurting you because it's not what you really want. So in that case, it's a situation that's not serving you. It's serving the other person that's involved. I mean, you may be getting benefits from it, like going out or, you know, whatever that person may do for you. But ultimately it's not really what you want. So it's not serving you. And, um, Another thing that I kind of wanted to address is that this this thing where we kind of look for one person to meet all of our needs. And I think that's another kind of pitfall of relationships is that one person is never going to be able to meet all of your needs because that's why we have multiple people in our lives. You know, you have your parents for a reason or your siblings for a reason or your friends for a reason. Everyone has a particular place. And so I do believe that the person that you're with should meet a lot of your needs as far as what you need emotionally um, and you know other needs that you may have. But you do have other people in your life that will also meet some of those needs that you have. But I think the problem comes in where You know, we expect this person to just forget everyone else that's around and focus entirely on us. Like, you know, this person cannot have any life outside of you. Y'all have to go to the grocery store together. Y'all have to go to the movies together. Y'all have to go to the bathroom together. Y'all have to, (laughs) everything that you do, you gotta do together. And I think that's, another way that people kind of miss out on certain things like you know I've heard people say that they wanted to do a particular thing and because the the person that they're in a relationship with didn't want to do it then they decided not to do it and I don't know you know from my perspective it's like if it's something that I really want to do I might just have to do it alone. Like, I don't know if I would miss out on that opportunity because the other person didn't want to do it. Like, I've traveled to more than one state on my own, you know. You can get on a plane by yourself. You can get off the plane by yourself. You can go to your location or your destination by yourself. And I had no problem with it. You know, I've gone to concerts by myself. I had no problem with it because it was something that I desired to do. And anybody that has ever been somewhere with someone, you have to work around that person. And I guess that's a a level of a relationship that some of us aspire to, but may not be there yet. (laughs) 
And so, you know, if I want to, if I want to go somewhere at times, I just get up and do it because it's something that I want to do. And so, um, I don't know. It just depends on where you are in that case. And of course, after I get done doing it and I tell people I did it, yeah, I went to such and such concert by myself. It's like, well, why did you go by yourself? I could have gone with you. And it's like, well, I know. But if you were to go with me, then I would have had to make sure that we bought the tickets on the same day or we, you know, sat next to each other. And was it your payday? And if it wasn't, then I got to wait till next week to get my tickets. Then when we wait till next week, somebody done bought all the tickets. Or we got to decide if I'm going to buy the tickets, are you going to pay me back? Or however, some of it, sometimes it's just too much involved. So I just, I just feel like you can't have one person meet all of those needs. You have several people in your life for a reason and you should take advantage of them being there for you. Now, you know, if there's things that you only want to talk to about your uh, talk to about with your mate, then there's nothing wrong with that. Because I do feel like your mate should be your best friend. You know, it should be somebody that you can go to about anything. And you all should have a certain type of closeness and a relationship that you don't have with anybody else. And I also think that if that's not how your mate feels about you, and that's how you feel about them, then that's a situation that you may need to let go of because you want them to feel like they're your best friend and you're their best friend. You know, you want it to be a mutually beneficial relationship. So to close it out, I just want to say you can't change people. They have to desire a change for themselves. And if they don't desire to change, like I've had people tell me, I'm not going to change. This is just the way that I am. And you either accept that or you say, well, you know what? This isn't the relationship for me. Or, you know, a person may say that to you, but then over time you notice them changing because internally they realize that the changes that that you want them to make possibly are changes that they see themselves they see that they need to improve their attitude or they need to improve their certain ways of doing things and now your influence has caused them to change and I think that's a different situation as well but if the person that you're with is hurting the person that you are and you're not able to be yourself and you feel like you're um, closing off a part of yourself in order to be with this person then that's the situation that you need to let go of. I also wanted to caution you guys about getting into relationships based on need and codependency. It just, um, it takes me back to the whole uh, Jada situation and the table talk that she did. And she was talking about how, you know, just being in that codependent relationship where, like I said, you can't really do anything without that person. And so if that person can't do something with you, it leaves a void. And so now you need something to fill that void with. And it's kind of like what mothers go through when they have empty nest syndrome. So, you know, when all their children are gone, it's like, okay, now I put all of my time and energy and efforts into 
these little people and you know now they're adults and so now I don't really know what to do with myself because I can't I'm not really mothering them anymore and instead of realizing like okay this relationship is going to another level so now I don't have to necessarily mother them but now we can go into a friendship realm or you know something to that effect instead of thinking in that way it becomes a saddening thing where it's like okay they're they're not my babies anymore so now I need something to nurture or to take care of and then you end up in a situation that you may not necessarily have intended on being in but it was the need in you that saw a need in that individual and then you all came together to meet one another's needs and this type of relationship is it can be it can turn into a permanent situation but more than likely once that need is met it no longer needs to be met anymore and then you come to a realization that this relationship or this situation is not for you and so it could be one of those things where the connection seems very real but it's exposing some things in you that you need to let go of and I have to say that you know while you're holding on to one thing you're blocking the space for other things that you really want to come into your life so you're saying that these are the things that you want and I really urge people like when you have those those thoughts I keep a notebook and a pen nearby and I'm constantly writing and if I don't have my notebook and my pen then I have my notes in my phone and I'm constantly writing those things and making those lists. If it's something that you want in life, you really need to write it down because it's, if you write it down, you can go back to it. It's, to me, it's more valid when I write things down because it's like I have a record that these are the things that I was thinking and then I can go back to it and say, wow, I was thinking these things on this date and now these things have come to fruition. So I love to write things down and just kind of speak those things, speak those things that be not as though they were, you know, just speak over yourself, encourage yourself, say those affirmations or those things that you really want. I want this type of husband, you know, I want this type of wife and start speaking those things into your life rather than settling for those things that come your way. And I also thought about just getting to a place of self-love and healing. So when you're in that place of self-love and healing, you're not looking for another person to heal you because you're doing the work to heal yourself. You know, you're looking at yourself and you're saying, do I have any trauma? Am I looking for the worst in situations? Is my attitude or my mentality or my approach Am I coming from the right mindset? You need to reflect on those things and see why are those relationships not working out? Or why is it that you don't desire to be in a relationship? What is it about yourself that you need to work on before you get into a relationship with someone that's more serious and heading in the direction that you want it to be heading in? And this is why it's not always a good idea. I know I've heard it a million times, you know, you jump from one person to another, like that's the easiest way to get off, to get over one person is to jump into another situation with someone else. 
And I can see where that theory came from because it's like, you know, you might be hurting from this breakup or whatever. And so, you know, you feel like this next person is going to be a lot of fun. But I think once again, that's where we get into that, that gray area where it's like, okay, you're having fun, you're enjoying yourself, but how is this person feeling that you're kind of using, so to speak, for your own enjoyment? And I think that's definitely something that you need to consider. If this person is feeling like this situation is a lot more serious and you're lighthearted about it, you know, you saying, hey, this is just an entanglement, but they feel like you're the love of their life. Like, that's a serious situation where, you know, you need to make sure that that person knows that this is not a serious situation for me or I'm not trying to get anything into anything serious. I'm just trying to deal with what I'm dealing with. And I just need you to be there for me and, you know, work through this with me. But that doesn't mean that this is something for the future. So once again, this is just seasonal. It's not a permanent situation. So to keep that from happening, I think you really just need to process the situation that you were in so that relationship that you were in you need to process what happened first what was the progression of things how did we get to this point you know how did you become this person that I'm looking at in front of me right now or how did I become this person because this is not who I was when I first entered entered into this relationship so let's process things first I think and sometimes you got to process by yourself I know that we love talking to our friends about these things and running everything by them. And girl, you can't believe like he said this to me. And what do you think he meant by that? Like, I'm not sure what he meant. Did he mean this? Did he mean that? I know I've been there. You know, we want to run things by our friends, but sometimes you cannot run everything by your friends. For one, it's because what if you decide to get back with this person? Then they remember everything that you told them about this person and it changes their perspective of them. And if you ever plan on putting them in a room with each other again, it's going to jade their perspective of that person. So that's one. And two, only you know, if you were in a relationship with this person, who knows better than you what happened? Honestly, is there anyone that knows better than you what happened in your relationship? How you all got to that point or besides the other person? So if you're able to even process with that person and say, how did we get here? And if not, if you're processing on your own, how did I get here? How did I get so jealous that I went and bust all his windows? How did I get so worried that I went I was going through his phone like how did I turn into this person how did I get so crazy you know so worried about this situation so jealous that I walked up to her best friend and started accusing him of something going on between them and he had been in her life forever like you know it's just we're all human of course but We need to analyze how we got into these situations that we got into. Was it something that happened in your past that caused you to think this way? Like, oh, you think all women are cheating because people that you've been with, everybody that you were with has cheated on you except one person. So all women are cheaters and all men lie because one man lied to you, maybe two. Not all men are liars. Like, 
we need to process these things and we also need to think about maybe it's something that you're doing or not doing that's attracting this same type of person what is it about you that's attracting this individual and that's something that maybe a friend could help you with that girl why do I keep attracting these same kind of men like I don't understand what am I doing and then she could tell you I could because a friend can see now that's one thing they can definitely see the progression of the people that you're with and say yeah oh you choose men that don't really want to be in relationships or yeah you keep choosing the same type of man like you say that you want this type of person but you you keep choosing that type of person yeah man you say you keep saying that you want a wife but you're not choosing wife material you going off this you going off that you going off looks you going off the car that they drive you going off the clothes that they wear but you're not really going off the person and if the person is not in the package that you want them in they can have all the other traits that you want they can check off every box on your list but he wears button ups and he tucks in his shirt and now that just ain't the one for me <laughs> I need somebody with a little hood in their life <laughs> so we have to really start evaluating our decisions and process and you're gonna have to do some processing on your own as well you can do some processing with a friend but I say do some processing on your own and get real with yourself and really reflect about your past choices and your current choices and you start noticing some patterns. It's just like when we sit down and analyze data, it's the same type of thing. You need to start collecting the data. And like, like they say, numbers don't lie. So when you're looking in three out of five guys or three out of five girls have these same traits, what is it that you're doing? Why do you keep choosing these people? And we got to stop playing the blame game. Oh, it was his fault. Oh, it was her fault. And we got to take some responsibility and we have to be accountable for the decisions that we're making. So I came up with four steps of letting go. And the first step is realize those things that you need to let go of. And I know that sounds so simple. Realize those things that you need to let go of. That should be the easiest thing, but it could be the most difficult because you may not know what you really need to let go of until you do that reflecting and that processing that I talked about earlier. And the second step is let go. And I know it seems very simplistic to say that, but seriously, you just really need to let it go. I think that's the hardest most difficult step for us to take is to let it go when you see a situation is not working but let me tell you you're not getting a badge you're not getting the medal of honor for sticking and staying in something that's not conducive to you you know you're not getting the medal of honor for staying in an abusive relationship and it doesn't have to be physically abusive it could be mentally it could be emotionally and it could just be a situation that's just hurting you because it's not the type of situation that you want and it's not what you see for yourself. And we really just need to let it go. But I think this is the most easiest sounding, but it's one of the most difficult to do. So it's like, to me, the analogy that I think of is when you're on a swing 
and you know you swinging back and forth back and forth back and forth because I mean that's kind of what situation this is it's like you running across the same people you're making the same mistakes so it's swinging back and forth without stopping but you know when <laughs> when you at the when you were at the park as a child and you with your friends and it's like everybody else is jumping off the swing but you're scared to let go you literally have to take your hands off the swing and jump off but you don't want to because right now you feel comfortable you feel protected because you don't know what's going to happen when you jump off are you going to fall into the dirt are you going to land on your feet you don't know so right now this feels safe but you have to jump off the swing you gotta let go you gotta take your hands off of course you don't know how you're gonna land but you will land that's the definite and then even if you get into the dirt all you have to do is just dust yourself off dust yourself off and begin again and that's what we have to do you know it's just like if you fall off your bike you get back on and you try riding again and the next time you don't fall or even if you do fall what do you do pick yourself up and try it again and again until you get to that situation or that relationship that's conducive for you self-care is not selfish taking care of you taking care of your mental state taking care of your mental health taking care of your body is not selfish it's actually one of the best things that you can do for yourself and so we have to get to that point where we're not worried about being comfortable anymore. We're not worried about that protection that we feel like, oh, you know, as long as I'm in this relationship, then I know nothing else is going to harm me. But this is harming you. Well, I'm safe here because I don't have to worry about what anybody else might do to me. But this is not safe for you. You need to get in a situation that is best for you in the long term, in the long run. And my third piece of advice is don't seek it out anymore. So once you let go of this situation or this relationship that is not serving you, don't seek it out anymore. And when I say that, this is what I mean. Checking his or her social media because we're good for that. Let me go on Facebook and see what he doing. Let me go on Instagram, see what she doing. Whose picture did she post? Did she post a picture with somebody? I knew she was messing around with somebody. And she might not have been doing anything. But it's like, once you get in your, <laughs> with your friends and y'all start going through pages, all kind of ideas start back and not even happening. And those things were not even happening. But it's just because of looking on that social media. And Chris Brown had a song with Justin Bieber on his last album called Don't Check On Me. And it wasn't a hit like the rest of them were. But it was very needed. Because it's like, once you let something go, don't check up on that person. And I just want to know how you was doing. Oh, that's good. I'm you don't need to know how they doing. Honestly, if you really are ready to let go of the situation, why do you need to know how they're doing? Oh, I just want to make sure that everything is okay with them. They okay. They're making it without you. 
and you're making it without them it's okay you don't have to check on them no hey big head no you know how you doing no let me see what what they've been doing what they've been up to who they dating next none of that just literally let it go don't check up on them and just move on that's the best thing that you can do and I know I've been speaking about this from a relationship standpoint but you know even with grieving sometimes and I don't know why I just keep going back to this but even with grieving sometimes it comes to a point where you know if you're looking at pictures every single day and you know really dwelling in that place it becomes very difficult to let that hurt go or let that grief go you know every single time that that day comes up oh man this is the day that they passed away and I know I know I have lost people very close to me and so I'm speaking from a place of experience And when I say, you know, I went through a grieving period that lasted way longer than it should have. And so I'm I'm speaking from experience because I know the place that it can put you in when you really don't want that loved one to go, you know, but we have no control over that. We don't have control over when a person leaves us. But what we have control over is how we react to it. And I'm telling you that there is no better way to honor someone's memory than to celebrate their life. You know, if that person were there and if that person could see you and they see you doing well and they see you prospering and they see you happy and joyful I don't think it would bring any more peace to their heart than to see you doing those things but if they looked down and saw you lashing out at people crying not wanting to eat not wanting to get out of bed not wanting to change your clothes not going on with your life, not wanting to live, not leaving the house. That's the last way that they will want you to honor their memory. And so I just, I really have to encourage you all in all of these aspects. You know, it's not just relationships, even though I do consider a friendship to be a relationship as well, but it's not just relationships that we need to we gotta let go of a lot of things we just really need to let things go there are people walking around that are over 30 years old still talking about the things that happened to them in elementary school and middle school that they have still not let go of there are people walking around that will see you Man, you did this to me. You tripped me on my way to the lunchroom back in 1996. And you still mad? You done moved on. You got a whole wife. You got kids. You got a whole husband. You got a whole three, four degrees. 
and you still mad about somebody tripping you on your way to the lunchroom, we gotta let these things go. We have to let these things go because not only is it keeping you in the past, but it's stunting your growth in the future because it's bringing about fear of the possibility of the new situations that can come that are going to have some of those old trends. So, for example, you start a new job and it's somebody there with the name Carlos. And Carlos at your last job when it told the boss that you was milking the clock. So now your new job, you see somebody named Carlos and you automatically mad at him. You don't even get it. Give him a chance. It's like, no, nah, man, Carlos is, man. I'm just going to stay away from them. Like, you would not believe. <laughs> I can't make it any more clearer. These are real situations. It's people out here that are really like that. Man, I'm not going to eat no more ice cream. Because one time I was eating ice cream and a fly landed on it. And ever since then, I never ate ice cream again. For real? Like, this is real stuff. People are really holding on to things in their life that they really need to let go of so that they can move forward and be fruitful. You cannot be fruitful when you're looking back into the past and not moving on into the future. And I'm, I'm telling you, I know some of those things are hurtful. I know everything was not perfect. I know your parents didn't do everything that you wanted them to do. They didn't say everything that you wanted them to say. They didn't buy you all the things you wanted them to buy you. But guess what? You made it anyway. And so now that you made it, you just make better choices. But does that mean that you hold them accountable for the rest of their lives for the things that they did to you back when you were seven? Or the things that they didn't buy for you back when you were seven. I'm telling you, these are real situations. It's some people that are still mad because their parents did not get them a Teddy Ruxpin on Christmas. <laughs> and, you know, it's we got to do better. Because we have to heal the anxiety, the stress, the hurt, the high blood pressure all of these things that we're going through some of these things are caused by putting that stress on our bodies from dealing with hurt and pain from the past so the last step that I have is to fill that void and I'm going back to this again don't fill the void with another person unless that person is somebody that you know was sent to help you to deal with the things that you're going through because I do believe some people come into your life to help you to heal I do believe that and they may not be there forever it may be a seasonal thing but I do feel like people come into your life at a certain time when you need them but you need to know if it's that type of person or if this is one of those on to the next situations and that's what I mean by don't fill it with another person don't fill it with an on to the next oh it was his loss it was her loss on to the next one 
don't fill it with an on to the next. Don't fill that void with an on to the next person. Fill it with God. Fill it with reflection. Fill it with meditation. Take the time to get to know yourself. Take the time to get to know yourself. What are the things that you like? What are the things that you want to do? What are the things that that you want to have in this lifetime? I know a few years ago, and it was probably longer than a few, you know, everybody was going around saying YOLO, YOLO. And you only live once. And I think people took it a little bit recklessly, like, yeah, you only live once. You better do this. You better do that. But seriously, if you only live once, do you want to live in pain, in grief, in strife, in disappointment, in failure? Is that the way that you want to spend this one lifetime that you have? Do you want to spend it in unhappiness? Do you want to spend it in a relationship, in a friendship that you feel like you're getting nothing from? Is that the way you want to spend the only life that you have? And the fact of the matter is, people say it all the time, but I really don't think that we really internalize it. When they say, you know, you could be here today and gone tomorrow. And if today were your last day the way that you live this day is that the way you want somebody to say was your last day and so that's when they say live every day like it's your last you know did you put your heart and soul into everything that you did into this day did you feel happiness and joy did you bless someone else with anything even if it was just your presence just being there did you check on your loved ones did you do anything even if it was just looking up at the sunshine did you appreciate the sunshine today did you appreciate the flowers you know how often do we just walk past and never even look at them never even take the time to to smell them Never just sit and look up at the sky and see what shapes that we can see and what we will find, like we used to do as children. All of this time that we've had to be at home, how much time have you spent worrying versus enjoying, enjoying that extra time with your family, enjoying that self-care time that you've had, enjoying that time to just sit and meditate Or have you spent most of this time arguing with people on social media? Because there's so much of that going on, debating about what's on social media, arguing with people about whether they should wear a mask or not. How did you really spend this time? We've been at home literally since March. What have you accomplished in this time? And I'm not even saying like, I know it was some meme going around where it's like, if you haven't um, developed a hustle or something in this time that you didn't do anything with it. I'm not even talking about that. I'm saying, did you accomplish anything internally? Did you become a better person? Did you read any books that inspired you? Did you do anything with your family that was inside of your home? Did you do anything with a friend? Did you go for a walk on the river walk? Did you look at the water? Did you 
feel the sun rays? Did you embrace the day? Did you tell God thank you for anything that he's done for you? Even if it was, well, look, I got, I'm unemployed for my job, but I got an extra $600. It's so many people saying that they're making more money now than they were making working their jobs. Did you thank God for that? Did you appreciate it? Did you show any gratitude? Did you do anything for someone else? That's what I mean when I say, did you accomplish anything? It's not always about money. I think we put too much value into money and not enough value into relationships and even our self-care. We need to start putting some value into that. We need to start putting value into the things that really matter. And so those are the the ideas that I have for filling that void. And then once you're healed, once you're healed. So once you're not feeling that that void anymore, once you're not feeling that pain anymore, once you're saying it's well with me, it's well with my soul, any anything that happens whatever my lot may be, whatever may happen to me, you know, I've learned and I'm saying it from experience, you know, I've learned how to appreciate everything, everything, even when I know I did something wrong and something could have turned out a whole different way. I even appreciate that and have to say, thank you God because you didn't let happen what could have happened but you still gave me grace and I appreciate that even when things don't go my way thank you because maybe the way that I wanted things to go weren't the way that they needed to go and I thank you this time that I had off from March when I'm telling you in the beginning I'm like, this is not good for an extrovert. I want to be out. I want to be around people. I want to be. But that wasn't the plan for this time. The plan for this time was even doing what I'm doing right now. Putting my thoughts onto paper and then being able to speak them to other people. Working with people that I wouldn't have had the opportunity to work with had I been doing my normal job because I would have been consumed by that. But in everything, in everything, even when it doesn't work my way, even when it doesn't go the way that I think it should go, in everything, give thanks. So I hope that you all enjoy this podcast today about letting things go. And I hope that's something that I said will help you to let something go that need that you need to let go in your life and move forward and I'm hoping that you all will write some reviews and um, give me some comments to let me know how you're feeling about the podcast so far thank you once again for listening to me this is C and I hope that you all enjoy the rest of your day